who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Even hardened genre fans will find themselves whimpering at each new revelation. Publishers Weekly. The Infected Trilogy is an unabridged three-season audio fiction series from number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler. Infected is a marvel of gonzo in-your-face up-to-the-minute terror. Lincoln Child, New York Times bestselling author of Relic and the Pendergrass series. 88 episodes, 53 hours of horror are free and available now wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, folks, happy Monday. So I have some exciting but urgent news for you here real quick. This will be the last you hear from me on the Drabblecast podcast feed, talking to you about visiting and supporting our Drabblecast Reborn Kickstarter page. We are at the final 48 hours. Our campaign ends this Wednesday, October 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, at which point, after that, you've officially missed out if you haven't gone over there and pitched in yet. But that's not the end of the world. Folks, we did it. You and I and all the awesome volunteers who have helped so much and all the weirdo army of listeners out there who've pitched in, we brought the Drabblecast back this year. Our first episode will be upcoming this Halloween on October 31st, which is as fitting a landmark for a weird fiction magazine like us as any, right? You'll get a new weird story every week from then on out. If you're listening, I know that's got to be exciting news for you. It is for me, especially since I know the stories we've already got lined up for you folks. This show is going to be better than it's ever been. I left my job June of this year, hoping I could count on you folks to help make this dream come true. And at the end of that month, I announced on the podcast feed for the first time the Drabblecast Relaunch Prelaunch. We wanted to build enthusiasm up, rebuild credibility, excitement, bring our fan base together with lots of regular content that showed you a lot of behind the scenes of what I and our team did here at the Drabblecast. I did not want it ever to feel like just Kickstarter pitch, Kickstarter pitch, Kickstarter pitch. I wanted to do that as little as possible, as my disgruntled fundraising consultants can surely attest. I wanted to show you, through Drabblecast Director's Cut Specials, your favorite episodes from the inside out, from the author and I's perspective. I really wanted to bring you that two-part historical Drabblementary on the history of our show, starting from a weird college kid with a laptop back in 2007. 
I wanted to let our fans tell you their perspectives on their favorite stories in Drabblecast fan picks, so that in the event that you were able and willing to help us in the Drabblecast Reborn campaign and put your money where your ears were, you knew what it was, who it was that you were investing in. Show, don't sell, if I were to borrow the ancient piece of classic writer's advice and alter it just a bit. Now, three and a half months, but 25 full relaunch, pre-launch episodes and an entire Kickstarter campaign later, I sit here with 48 hours left to go before the Drabblecast is officially reborn. 157% funded, $47,118 of our $30,000 goal reached, and as excited as I am at all the momentum and enthusiasm that's built up over the summer of our return, I'm really excited to move on to the next part of the Drabblecast story, which starts with me reading you the first part of someone else's. But our story's not quite over yet, folks. You know how good fiction works. The juiciest parts are so often at the very end. We have roughly 28 to 30,000 weekly unique individual downloads slash listeners. And as of right now, 569 of them have jumped in with this Kickstarter campaign and helped bring us back. And to all 569 of you that have gotten us here, I just want to say thanks for making this possible for myself and the rest of our fans. But to the rest of you 27,000 math, math, math stuff, here's why you should still head over to the Drabblecast Reborn Kickstarter and make a pledge, even though we've reached our goal. For one thing, probably the biggest thing, it's not just about us hitting the goal. It's about giving you the opportunity for exclusive one-time chance rewards, physical rewards, stuff that we can only crank out now because of bulk rates and special occasion. Limited edition t-shirts, mugs, illustrated Drabblecast 10 Years of Strange Stories print anthology that you can't find in Barnes & Nobles, folks, with 17 of what I think are the best short stories we've ever run and that I've ever read of the hundreds and hundreds we've done over the years. There's the hardcover, full-color illustration children's book, Parasites Parade, that I wrote that nobody else will have, folks. Put it on your coffee table, and when baffled guests come by and say, what in God's name is this? Where do I get one? You can say, you're f***ed, okay? Only I and a handful of other people out there have one of these, and you don't get one, you're f***ed. So just leave, okay? Give my best to Janet and your nephew, but just f***ing leave. That's why I invited you here, dipshit. (laughs) Or be nicer. I don't know your types of relationships. But either way, biggest one for me, and I'll admit this is maybe not as sexy as our five-pound hand-forged cast-iron squid tentacle sculpture or our custom-designed banjo, but maybe this is just me talking because I've been all about the promotion stuff the past few months and other podcasts and have seen the return, are the episode sponsorship deals. Are you a business owner, content producer about to push a project? $1,000 gets you a full feature ad on our show. The $1,500 level gets you two. And the exciting part isn't just the exposure now and five years from now when new people are still discovering our podcast, which is free and Creative Commons based specifically so episodes will always be available and floating around there on the interwebs. The real value and fun part for me is working with you to make the ad fun and appealing with our audience. Who you guys, you know I'm a little overprotective, right? I'm like that crazy stepmom checking in with you every once in a while to make sure everything's okay with your stool and your menstrual discharges. You've all got one of those, right? (laughs) I know I do. 
All this is to say, business owners and entrepreneurs out there, I've got as much skin in this game making your ad something fun, worth listening to, and engaging our audience as you do. Stick around after the end of this Drabblecast Metacast episode to hear some episodes of past sponsorship partnerships that we've done. $1,500? I can guarantee you that offer ends 7 p.m. this Wednesday, October 17th, because Uncle Norm's a mama bear that wants to get to story time most of the time. And of course, there are stretch goals to think of. If we hit $50,000, folks, in the next 48 hours, we're going to bring you a whole new themed month of stories, like our celebrated Women and Aliens Month, our H.P. Lovecraft Month, full original commissioned works by today's top authors. And finally, and this one's both personal and practical, and it has nothing to do with all the salesmanship and perks and bells and whistles, I'm starting this enterprise this time around, folks, as a business, not a volunteer hobby. We did pretty good by you the past ten years with me running this as a volunteer hobby, right? Won a couple awards, maybe? Ran some good shit, no? If you're a weirdo, new or longtime fan, and you're into what we do, what we're about, you have a lot of reasons, like me, to think bigger than $30,000 or $50,000. The sky is no limit at all when we stand outside and look up. And your support, be it in the next 48 hours with our Kickstarter campaign when we've got some really sweet kick-ass incentive deals going on, or ongoing with subscriptions or premium content, that's going to be key to making this show, these stories, this vibe, and this mission the weirdest thing that you were ever proud of being a part of. Travelcast Reborn on Kickstarter. Jump in while you can. Otherwise, folks, I will see you very shortly for a long time to come. In the meantime, this is Uncle Norm reminding you to call your stepmother back and tell her, tell her everything's okay. To strange listeners such as yourself, I'm your host, Norm Sherman. So we've got a sponsor this week. But I'd say... No, it's not Pootie Tang again. This week's show is brought to you by Drabblecast fan Daniel Solis and a neat little educational game he's developed and is running a promotional on till the end of May called Happy Birthday Robot. Giving this sponsor some prime airtime at the beginning of the show here because this is something I really wish I had when I was a kid. I think it's perfect for Drabble parents and teachers out there who recognize the power of writing and telling stories at all ages. Happy Birthday Robot is a storytelling party game for clever kids, gamer parents, and fun classrooms. Two to five players, ages eight and up, plays in 30 to 45 minutes. It's a great way for gamer parents to introduce their kids to the basics of role-playing games, expressing creativity, cooperating with other players, and sharing stories. Except the overall look is cute and kid-friendly, instead of dark and dorky. Hey, Junior, Daddy's festering army of evil bog imps just smote your puny level three white mage. <laughs> That's right, they're absorbing his mana at this very moment to fuel their unstoppable blood rage. Sorry, kiddo, them's the breaks. Daddy, I don't like these values. Can we play Happy Birthday Robot? The game is fun and easy to learn, and encourages kids, their friends, their teachers, and their parents to write short fiction together. Hey, uh, Junior, 
Did you get a chance to read over that revised manuscript I emailed over this morning? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Dad. I, I'm just, I'm asked to ankles in social studies homework this week. I've got a test on the state capitals Monday. No, no, no. I, I understand you're busy. I, I was just... <sighs> Look, Dad, here's the thing. Your story, it's just sodden with cliches, and the dialogue just really feels contrived. And I still have major problems with the timeline. Parts of it just don't make sense. You know, I just, I just don't feel like you're bringing anything new to the myth of Gilgamesh. I mean, I'm sorry, Dad, but where's the pathos? Where's the catharsis? I mean, writing is as much a craft as it is an art. Oh, and Dad, last time I looked, there was a spell check function in Microsoft Word. You did know that, right? Oh, Christ almighty, I f***ing hate fiction editors. Such as yourself. I'm your host, Norm Sherman. So, this week's show is brought to you by a pretty cool episode sponsor that I think you folks are going to dig. It's a book, a space thriller, with just the right mix of creepy space stations, homicidal maniacs, and catastrophic Earth impacts by massive asteroids. Orbital Maneuvers by R.C. Davison. I'm going to run a little excerpt from the book in a second here as an audio promo. Give you just a taste of the kick-assery you're getting yourself into here with this thing. You might want to buckle your safety belts for this one, folks. You're going to need them. Space travel opens up whole new categories of peril. I mean, think about it. Why else do you think dangerous and shitty cars are always named things like Pontiac Sunfire and Saturn Ion? <laughs> and man, if you think their consumer safety ratings are bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. They don't even use crash test dummies in outer space. They use continue to move in a straight line at a constant speed test dummies. Anyways, I digress. Roll the clip. Susan's heart was beating faster and louder. She couldn't hear the pumps and motors in her suit any longer. Her breathing was coming in short gasps. She knew it was coming. She could feel it. Susan watched in terror as high above the payload bay, the leading edge of the monster, jagged, black, tortured, and cratered, made its appearance. The asteroid was slowly rotating, as it had been for eons. This rotation, combined with its jagged shape, gave the illusion that the monster was beginning to reach out toward the shuttle, stretching out a fin or arm to catch whatever was there. The appendage grew closer until the very tip of it grazed the top of the shuttle, sending a deadly cloud of shattered tiles toward the back of the payload bay. The spray of ceramic shrapnel shredded the insulation on the side wall, and the shower of debris in turn shattered tiles that covered the shuttle's engine pods and rudder. The asteroid blazed by in a wink of an eye as it bore on toward its rendezvous with Earth. Susan watched, horrified, as the beast literally punched a hole into the atmosphere. She couldn't pull her eyes away until the shuttle's own tumbling and spinning turned her view from Earth to the darkness of space.
Orbital Maneuvers takes you on a thrilling ride with the crew members of the Space Shuttle Endeavor as they struggle for survival in the aftermath of a catastrophic asteroid impact on Earth. Damaged beyond repair, low on fuel and venting precious oxygen, the Endeavor is a sinking lifeboat for her crew. Time is running out, and first-time shuttle commander Susan Corrin must rely on every ounce of her training and experience to save her crew. Their only hope for survival, attempt to rendezvous with the International Space Station and raise its orbit from the growing debris cloud that threatens to destroy it. All while bearing witness to the ultimate disaster of mankind, unfolding on the planet below. Orbital Maneuvers, a new novel by R.C. Davison. Earth is only 200 miles away. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear. And each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.